Hello, I am Raj Mukhopadhyay, Senior Associate Editor for News and Features in the Journal, Analytical Chemistry. For the cover of the December 1st issue, Julie Ferrer, our art director, depicted an iron beam hitting a brain slice to get molecular images of the tissue. Julie got her inspiration for the graphic from the feature article in this issue by Amy Walker at Washington University in St. Louis. The article is called, Why is SINS Underused in Chemical and Biological Analysis? Challenges and Opportunities. I have you with me, Amy Walker, to discuss the article. Hello, Amy. Hello, Raj. So, what exactly is secondary ion mass spectrometry, or SIMS? SIMS is an imaging mass spectrometry technique. What we do is we take a primary ion, it can be gold or bismuth or a buckyball, and it hits the surface with lots of energy. This leads to the ejection of ions that are characteristic of the surface composition. The really cool thing about this is that the ion beam is so small that we can obtain chemical images of the surface. We do this just like you would get a television picture by rastering the ion beam across the surface and obtaining a mass spectrum at every point. Does SIMS offer over other forms of imaging mass spectrometry? The lateral resolution of SIMS is about 150 nanometers, which is much smaller than other techniques, for example, MOLDI. You also don't have to prepare the surface in any particular way. We can also, in SIMS, look at much lower masses than MOLDI, which typically looks at proteins, which allows us to track, for example, drug molecules. So, given that it has so many advantages, why do you think that SIMS is underused in analytical chemistry? Well, a few years ago, it seemed that SIMS was stuck. There weren't any new developments in the technique. And so you couldn't obtain the info, information that we really needed. Since then, new ion beam sources have been invented, such as the gold, bismuth, and buckyball sources. And so we could do a whole new set of experiments. But I just don't think that people know about the capabilities that we now have. So in which areas of research do you think SIMS may have a lot to contribute? Oh, goodness, that's a big question. I think there's so many areas that SIMS can contribute. For example, you can imagine that we could use SIMS in biology to track where drug molecules go in tissues, and that would help uh, develop new drugs. In nanotechnology, we can look at things like polymer LEDs, organic LEDs, and the construction of new molecular devices and sensors. But it's important to note that SIMS has been used for a long time, every day in areas such as microelectronics. There's a SIMS at the end of every production line for microchips. It's also used in geology, too, to look at samples that come, for example, from space. So what are the developments in the field that you personally are most excited about, and how do you think they'll bear out in the future? I'm really excited about the possibility of being able to obtain 3D images on the nanoscale from samples, particularly in the area of nanotechnology. Just being able to see how small structures are put together chemically is really exciting. So to learn more about SIMS and analytical chemistry, we invite you to read the article by Amy Walker. Thank you, Amy. We also have an AC detective called The Clothes Make the Iceman. In 1991, two tourists hiking in the Alps near the border of Italy and Austria stumbled across a frozen corpse partially encased in ice. This corpse was 5,300 years old, making it Europe's oldest natural mummy. He became affectionately known as Itzi, the Iceman.
The AC Detective article describes how researchers recently used mass spectrometric methods to analyze hairs from the clothing that the Iceman wore, so that we can have a better understanding of what his lifestyle was like. As always, we have research profiles on papers published in our own journal, and an editorial from our editor in chief, Royce Murray, in the print issue. Currents on recent papers in the literature and other news stories now appear weekly in our online news section on our homepage. We invite you to explore the content of analytical chemistry, both in print and online. We hope you enjoy it.